This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome in to another edition of the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Bill Bartholomew here with you for another new episode of Rhode Island's Podcast of Record, where today we welcome Todd Rywald, who is the owner of EnviroMaster here in Rhode Island in southeastern Massachusetts, a cleaning company that specializes in deep cleaning and disinfecting. And guess what? You know, as we plunge deep into a New England winter, the holiday season, so on and so forth, and the word of a new variant of COVID-19, all of a sudden, uh, disinfecting and cleaning, just a basic thing, right? Well, now it's back at the forefront of the conversation and our minds. There's no question about it. And there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of commercial grade expertise in this area. So I thought it was great to have Todd on the show today to just kind of break down from a business standpoint, how you can get ahead of the curve on this stuff, and then how that translates to you out there um, on an individual basis. So important stuff. I mean, let's sometimes you just got to go back to basics and in an area that seems basic, but actually there's a lot of expertise in this particular industry, and it's something that we can all apply to our daily lives. So as always, thanks so much for hopping on. Remember to follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Bill Bartholomew, and join the Bartholomew Town Podcast Facebook group. If you want to support the show, there's a few ways you can do so. Follow, rate, and review wherever you're listening right now. Go ahead and share an episode. And if you want to go a step further for as little as $3 per month, simply head to patreon.com slash Town, where you may become a B-Town insider. You may also click the support link wherever you're listening right now. All right, so today we have what ends up being a pretty timely conversation with, I mean, look, the, the, the general consciousness around COVID was shifting, I guess you'd say in a positive direction in terms of people weren't obsessing over it on a regular basis as they were for most of the last two years. However, with word of a new variant, so on and so forth, um, becomes that much more uh, re-entered into our daily conversation. And that presents a lot of challenges for obviously individuals, but also for businesses. So today our guest is going to kind of explain his work, his firm's work in trying to address these these broad um, concerns around germs, <laughs> for lack of a better term. So I guess if you could kind of set it up and tell us about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so uh, my name is Todd Rywalt, and I run uh, and own the local EnviroMaster Services franchise. And we are uh, part of a national uh, disinfection and sanitization company. Uh, we service the state of Rhode Island and Southeast Mass also. And what we really do is we offer um, disinfection services, uh, standardized solutions that most people don't have access to themselves, um, allowing them to protect their business and stop the, the spread of infectious disease, uh, which what we've found in, in studies show really is the, you know, the epicenter of that is, is the restroom at most locations. It's the place mm -hmm. that everyone touches. It's the entrance way to the establishment, and then it's the entrance way in the restrooms themselves where everyone puts their hands and then touches their face. Everyone coughs. Um, so we provide a service that you know, it, it acts in addition to your typical cleaning company that may come into you know, a restaurant, a gym, an office. Uh, and, and what we do takes what they do to the next level. They're doing kind of an aesthetic cleaning. We, we kind of liken it to they are like brushing your teeth every day. We're like going to the dentist. Hmm. You go to the dentist, 
you take care of everything that's important. And then when you do brush your teeth, now it means something. Yeah, so we do that really, you know, focused deep cleaning that people just either aren't willing or, or able to do themselves. And so when they do have those daily cleanings, somebody comes in and does a quick wipe down, it's much more effective after having done this type of deep cleaning. So you came from Hasbro. How did you get into this business? And so I was in the toy business in, in different capacities for 25 years. Um, and most recently, I was uh, running the North American business for a, a smaller toy company uh, last year. And then COVID hit and it forced them to reevaluate their portfolio. And they decided not to be in the toy business as deeply going forward. And it, it made me step back and say, you know what, I would like to go out and find a, a job that I'm going to be the, you know, the person who's in charge of my career going forward. I uh, did some research. Uh, my wife was, was actually the director of a school. And at the same time, we were researching solutions for her business for COVID uh, because you know, they were concerned that they might not be able to have in-person learning again at the school. So we were already going down that path. So I started looking at businesses I would like to be in. My wife was in a business that needed sanitizing and disinfection. And as those two things started to overlap, I came across EnviroMaster and, and found that they were really the only national company that was providing this type of service. They were going to be a good solution for her, her business. And, and for us, it was a great decision to pursue that and help other people in you know, Rhode Island, Southeast Mass, do those same sorts of things for their business. Obviously, your timing <laughs> was pretty wild. You know, you enter into this space right as really right at the onset of COVID-19 in terms of at least here in our region. How did the pandemic and the increased attention on cleaning protocols impact your business? So it, a funny situation is that it, on both sides, it helped them on the emergency spray part of our business and, and getting to customers that were open and needing to stay open to provide essential services. But on the other side uh, of our business, it shut a lot of people down who were already customers. Um, mm. So we were able to kind of stay flat, which is quite a, an accomplishment during the pandemic by servicing the customers who did need to stay open, um, which took uh, the place of a lot of the business we lost for folks who couldn't stay open during the pandemic, but you know, they were on suspension. And when they did come back, they came back. Um, we kind of said like, you know, the summer of, um, you know, we said like the revenge summer, so they came back with you know, extra business. Just suddenly all of a sudden they couldn't find enough help to stay open as much as they'd like to, because people were coming back with a vengeance. Um, so, you know, we found ourselves in that situation where, um, those businesses that had been shut down started to come back. The businesses that we had maintained all along were still going strong. So we were able to help folks during the pandemic. And then as they came back and opened up again from the pandemic, they were ready to start service again. Um, and you know what we do is, is not specific just to COVID. We've been in business for you know back into the 80s. Our company has been um, working with businesses to address um, health and safety at the workplace, you know, whether it was SARS or MRSA, we've been spraying for uh, viruses going back, you know, 20 years, helping folks out. Yeah, of course, cleaning and disinfecting services is something that predates COVID by a wide margin. Did the pandemic change the thinking at all behind how businesses thought about this area? You know, I guess, are cleaning protocols more strict than they've been in the past? And do you see this as 
a permanent change. Like once we get past, you know, I think about masking and hand sanitizers, you know, obviously, hopefully there's a point where the mask is not commonplace, but hey, there are countries and perhaps here people will continue to wear the mask if they're not feeling well and they go to the grocery store. People are probably going to use hand sanitizer on a regular basis more and more. Do you think the things that that are that are coming into play right now on the business side are going to be permanent changes going forward? Yeah, I think that you're seeing uh, people have hygiene and, and taking care of germs uh, on the top of mind now, much more so than ever. Uh, our customers are uh, seeing that they've got fewer people calling out sick because now, now that they've been treating their businesses, you know, things like the common cold and the, the normal flu that we get every year, there's fewer incidences at these places because they've been masked up, they've been using hand sanitizers, but they've also been treating all their surfaces you know, with disinfectant now. I hadn't been thinking about that in the past because we didn't know that it was so important, or at least weren't paying attention to it as closely as we are now. So you're seeing more and more of that. Uh, it, there could be a lot more people doing more of this, I think, right now because People's budgets are tight. They're not doing as much business as they may have been before the pandemic. So they're still being a little concerned with it. They're trying to do a lot of these uh, things on their own. A lot of the solutions, they're trying to buy their own equipment, um, which uh, shows that there is a lot more attention being paid to um, you know, health and safety in their in their workplace. You're in the commercial sector. Are there any target industries, I guess, that you you um, tend to work with? I mean, restaurants come to mind, things like that. But what kind of where does your business take you for the most part? Yeah, you nailed it. Restaurants by far are the, the customers that need us the most and have the uh, most utilized uh, public-facing restrooms. And they also have kitchens that could use a really good deep cleaning. So restaurants have been a, a core of our business, but um, gyms, office spaces, uh, schools, um, small manufacturing companies. Those are the type of folks who you know, they they have to be in business. They have to be open to the public. They also have a lot of employees that they're looking to take care of, and they don't want those folks to get sick. They don't want somebody to suddenly have COVID and have to quarantine a big part of their their business or you know in a smaller businesses. Um, and since maybe the whole business has to shut down for a couple of weeks, so uh, you're seeing you know more and more folks paying attention to that and looking for solutions. And so in those industries, those are the, the ideal folks for us to come in and help. This episode is brought to you by Elmwood Songwriters Club, presented by B-Town. It's a monthly showcase featuring seven artists from all around the region. With the order drawn at random, each artist performs two songs. You can find details about when the next event is here in Providence by following me on Twitter and Instagram at Bill Bartholomew. One of the issues that we face right now as a society is people who are addressing their own their own careers or their own jobs and in some cases this is at least in part led to staffing shortages in various sectors um, oftentimes the hospitality sector and restaurants in particular are you finding that businesses are outsourcing cleaning protocols uh, to a firm such as yours on a more regular basis kind of as a part of that hey we don't have the staff we used to have and this is a job that requires, a certain level of expertise and equipment and personnel and so on and so forth. Is that increasing that outsourcing? Yeah, we're definitely seeing more folks paying attention to that, reaching out to us. Um, not as many as there should be, quite frankly. Um, a lot of folks, they are short staffed and, you know, we have found, we have uh, hard data that shows that the, the single uh, most 
unpalatable job at a restaurant is going and cleaning the restrooms. Mm-hmm. No one wants to do it. If you're, you know, a, a server, you're, um, you know, uh, you know, a busser, or you're cleaning dishes, and then suddenly somebody says, "Hey, stop doing that. Go clean the restrooms." That is the single worst job at the restaurant. No one wants to do it. And chances are, when you're already strapped for help, that person's going to leave. They don't want to go clean the toilets. They don't want to stop doing what they're doing in the kitchen. Go and clean the restrooms. We take that burden off of them. It's kind of a, the dirty job no one wants to do. And you know, when it's the job that nobody wants to do, no one's going to do it well. You know, sure. a, a job like that. You know, so our folks are, are equipped with the right chemicals and the, and the right materials to go in and really scrub all of the um, fixtures, the floors, and everything to get rid of uh, germs that cause disease and attack that in a way that no kind of overnight cleaning crew or staff on hand is going to, to uh, do that with. They're, they're focused on the aesthetics. Just if you could see it, we'll wipe it off. Whereas we'll go in and actually kill germs. We use you know, the, the proper hospital grade disinfectants that are going to get to that stuff. COVID has changed uh, or impacted, I should say, in an extreme manner, schools. There's no doubt about that. We've seen closures here recently. Pilgrim comes to mind as well as other schools. And I think Boroughville recently had a, had a close closing. Uh, one of the Coventry schools did. Do you get calls to do these emergency deep cleans at schools when there's an outbreak of, it could be not just COVID, but in general, when there's some kind of, hey, look, we've got a number of flu cases, um, we've got a lot of people with the with a cold. Do you kind of come in and, and almost like in a fireman mentality, uh, go in and do these types of deep cleans? So we've had more of that at smaller school systems. Big school systems have uh, a plan and a protocol in place. They've got a lot of the same materials that we would have on hand. Uh, but the smaller schools, one-off schools, they don't have that ability. We can come in and do those emergency and even weekly treatments for them. The big school districts, um, you know, they've got full janitorial staffs. And they're looking to equip those folks with all of the right materials. Um, often, unfortunately, we find that they just have somebody with a, a rag and disinfectant going around wiping things down. Um, we don't like to see that too often uh, because it, it really isn't as effective as an electrostatic treatment like we would provide where um, there is no hands-on going on. There's no pushing a virus from one side of a desk to the other like you see when you're just wiping things down. Um, so they, they are making the effort. And right out of the gate, um, you know, the state of Rhode Island was great about mobilizing everybody to make that effort. And so they, they do a lot of that stuff in-house. We could certainly help and help them be more effective in some cases. Uh, but a lot of them, what they'll do is they will, uh, you know, shut down for a bit and they will have somebody come in and do that. Usually it's a, it's a big scale remediation type company that'll come in and do some of that. We could certainly help at uh, just about any scale for them because what we do is is very much in line with what you'd see happening at hospitals, blood centers. We use the same sort of solution that they would use. Based on your expertise and experience so far, what what would your advice be to school districts to get ahead of this? So, um, I mean, is there a, is there a service you provide on a regular basis that you can come in and sort of say, "Hey, look, for the most part, we can guarantee that." what we're doing greatly decreases the odds that you're going to have some sort of viral outbreak here. Now that you use the right, right words for it. There's, there's no complete guarantee, but you could certainly help them with the odds. The key is to treat these things preventatively um, spray the location, not after someone's been sick, but in advance of when they were going to have people 
that are going to be sick because you know people are going to contract the virus. So if you're doing regular treatments, um, the hospital grade disinfectant that um, we use and, and, and most of these folks are gonna use will last seven to nine days if it's applied regularly. So get ahead of it. Don't wait for your you know, student body to suddenly come down with COVID and now have to quarantine them. If they're treating the location in advance and treating it regularly, you're going to have fewer people who are going to come down with that sickness because it's not going to be transferred from person to person as easily. I guess kind of last area here, when obviously you're in the commercial space and and as we've discussed over these last 15 minutes or so, but anyone listening out there right now, we do have a lot of business owners, of course, that listen, but just people in their own homes, if they are an, an entrepreneur of any kind, what's your advice to them to, as we enter into the winter season? We've got this variant coming, the flu, colds, you name it. Um, what, what's your advice to people to just sort of get ahead of, of this on a practical basis? Because then there's also, you know, I know somebody who's, who's in my industry who you know, even before the pandemic, they would have the the Clorox wipes. They'd be wiping the mic down, the keyboard, the doorknob to get into the studio, so on and so forth. Is that the right mentality to take? I think the same strategy that I mentioned with the schools would apply to all businesses. There's fifty yeah. to sixty thousand businesses with this type of you know public facing um, restroom and entryway in Rhode Island. And yeah, if they're not getting out ahead of this, they're just going to be reactive and they'll end up quarantining and they're going to have those issues. If they think about how can I you know, approach that you know, dentist versus brushing your teeth mentality where you, you do the full treatment and then the subsequent follow-ups, you don't have to now suddenly have that crisis situation or you're in an emergency where you, you need to have somebody coming in with a, you know, a full um you know, Tyvek suit and goggles to spray down your location. If you get ahead of it and you're just having regular treatments, it's it's obviously um, an added expense to them, but it's, it's a lot less than they think it's going to be, you know, especially when you're working with, you know, companies that have been doing this for a long time. Um, you, you get out ahead of it, it's affordable. It actually is very effective. And when you do have your overnight cleaning staff or you know, somebody in-house do what they do, their job is going to be a lot more effective too, because now you've already been sanitized. You're not just kind of pushing around the, the germs with a rag or a, a string mop in your place. You, you've actually treated your location and now anything you do that's aesthetic contributes to, to that um, you know, germ-free environment. How can people get a hold of you if they want to utilize your services? Um, you could find us uh, at EnviroMaster.com. Um, you could search our uh, local location; would come up quickly. Um, or they could just give us a call uh, directly at four zero one four two nine zero seven four seven. That's our office line. Um, you know, we've always got somebody manning that, and you know we're always available to come out, whether it be an emergency or to get somebody on a preventative program. Rhode Island's podcast of record, B-Town.